Have you ever gone out to the pitcher's mound and fell flat on your face? Well, Jake Odorizzi did that tonight, and he probably felt like uh, Charlie Brown out there. Oh, no, Charlie Brown. It was not your day, and Dusty Baker, a.k.a. Snoopy, did not take you out of the game and left you in and let you give up four home runs against the Dodgers. And the game's still going on, but we could still talk about it on this edition of the Locked On Astros podcast. Hello and welcome to Locked On Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric the Man Heisman and Brett H-Town Wheelhouse Chansey. We are Locked On Houston Astros, and we have this joins for daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at Eric Talk Stros. You find the show at Locked On Astros, your team every day. Brett, where can I find you at? They can find me at H-Tone Wheelhouse on Twitter and at Stros411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive, always Stros. And hey, guess what? Kyle Tucker just stole a base. All right, and today's show is sponsored by Mr. Corona's Question. How much longer till we can make? Uh, oh, how much longer till we can make? Um, make Rizzi? make an excuse for Odorizzi oh, okay. is what he's trying to say. Yeah. There you go. So basically, uh, a lot of people don't like Odorizzi right now. We'll talk about that on today's podcast, and I'm sure um, uh, I know that we've had a lot of exchanges with Sully on the Locked On MLB podcast, and I know that he came down really hard on Dodgers fans, uh, especially with how they acted in yesterday's game. It seems like they've been a little bit more civil in uh, tonight's game, but uh, then again, they did throw a, um, a cocktail or something at Kyle Tucker. So, uh, But if you <laughs> yeah. want to go hear what Sully had to say about Dodgers fan, go listen to the Locked on MLB podcast on Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. And guys, thank you all once again for subscribing on YouTube, everywhere, um, to Apple, and uh, listening to the Locked on Astros podcast. You keep on... You keep us going. You keep us motivated. And uh, even though I've got a big day tomorrow, I decided we decided to go ahead and do this um, episode just a little bit early. So uh, excuse this for uh, we normally wait till the end of the game, but uh, this game is kind of ugly and we didn't want to wait till the end of the game. Uh, so don't worry about it, Mr. Corona. It's OK. We know what you mean. Um, Odorizzi had a bad day. We all have a bad day. And we're going to talk about Mr. Odorizzi's bad day on this podcast. Great. Yeah, he's. This is the third game in four games that he's given up two home runs. He gave up three today. Um, he is a fly ball pitcher. That doesn't work when you're playing the best teams in baseball. And it. He gave up four, dude. Oh, was it a four? Oh, I'm sorry. Was there a fourth home run? Oh, that, you know what? I'm sorry. I, I thought maybe we pulled him out of the game Remember and Pollock, put in. Uh, hit that blast. Oh, I was thinking Belak was in giving up so many home runs. But um, Belak you know, isn't even on the team. I know that, Eric. That was a that was a joke. <laughs> See, this is what's weird to me. Now, um I'll get off on the weeds in that here in a second, but I do want to recognize because I listened to Sully's episode and where he basically excoriated Dodgers fans. And he talked about our podcast and he talked about, he said, he said, HGM Wheelhouse and I, we have these exchanges and we have differences of, of opinions, but at the end of the day, it's just baseball. And I know you have friends that are Dodgers fans. I have friends that are Dodgers fans. I mean, all over the place, but we even have guys that we know. Um, hey, the voice of our show, Columbus Trey, 
talked about his experiences at the at this stadium. And I was a little surprised. Now, I don't know if it's a PR thing, if Dave Roberts just doesn't want to say anything or if they're taking care of things internally. But he was like, I thought the Dodgers fans were great tonight. And I was like, what? No, they were terrible. They were at their absolute worst, you know? And so with that being said, let bygones be bygones. If they end up losing this game, if you're listening to this podcast, unless they had an amazing comeback at seven to two right now, as we speak, and you're listening to it in the future, um, we, we split the series two to two with the Dodgers. And I think that makes for an exciting setup if they're able to make it to the world series. And if we are, how electric that would be because more than likely you would have someone like a Scherzer versus McCullers or Kershaw. Like, you know, if I were them, I would go Scherzer game one. If I was in the world series, just because he's Max Scherzer. And in the first inning, it looked like we were going to get to him early, you know, especially with how Brantley got to him. And I know that Molly Knight was like, Oh yeah. Scherzer started his career with the Dodgers He's a hero instantly by striking out, um, striking out Jose Altuve, and, and in fact, uh, uh, Max Scherzer is only the third pitcher in uh, history to strike out Jose Altuve three times in a game. Uh, do you know who the other two pitchers are? I don't. It's actually Zach Greinke did it in 2017. Uh, if you don't, if you would believe that. And the other person is, uh, who, who was it? Um, oh, I put it somewhere, but it was uh, Matt Cain in his perfect game. Oh, that's right. I remember that game. I remember that game. They were in San Francisco when they when that happened, right? Yeah, the only time in uh, history that Jose Altuve has struck out against one pitcher three times. Was that in 2016? Uh, that was in 2012. That was a long oh, 2012. Time. Oh, yes. that was like his second year. That was his, that was after his 2011 rookie. Yeah, wow, that's a long time ago. That's a young Altuve. Yeah, as Mr. Corona says, we went on 500 on this road trip. Yes, uh, that's fine. But considering the town, the teams that we played, we played the Giants, we played the Dodgers. That's actually, and we played the Mariners. Mariners are a pretty good team. So to play 500 against uh, above. 500 teams, I think that's pretty good, especially yeah. facing the the pitching like we did. The Astros ran into a buzz all tonight. Uh, Max Scherzer was pretty darn good, and unfortunately, Jake Odorizzi was not. And what I did like, I know that we saw a couple incident, incidents of Dodgers fans throwing stuff, but I do like the way that Dodgers fans are finding other ways to take out their aggression. We saw the beach balls being hit up in the air. Okay. That's one way to take out your aggression, not by hitting people. Uh, okay. Beach balls are good. Um, I don't entirely endorse this, but apparently they're putting Astros baseball cards and urinals and peeing on them. If you yeah, like, I don't endorse that at all. That's, if, that's if what you like. Peeing no, on men, no, um, no. Okay. No, stop, stop, stop. No, no, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> that's what five-year-olds do. That is stop it. That is what five-year-olds do. They know that is 100% unacceptable, childish, trash, horrible, awful, pathetic fan base. I'm sorry. Dodgers fans that are of sane mind and aren't like in a loony bin somewhere need to condemn the hell out of Dodgers nation 
for acting like a bunch of barbarians. And they need to, A, not ever go to another baseball game or B, check themselves into an insane asylum because they acted like complete morons. I mean, Arkham Asylum probably has has more sane people than Dodger Stadium did this weekend. Isn't I'm sorry. Gotham kind of supposed to be closer to New York? Or... I don't. I, I'm just saying, Arkham <laughs> Asylum has more sane people all right, all than right. Dodger Stadium. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Let's no, get away from idiots. the Batman talk. Uh, hey, uh, we have a Brooks Raley sighting. Congratulations, Brooks Raley, for coming back from your suspension. Um, but yeah, so uh, I'm not too worried about this road trip. I, the Astros are going to face a lot of bad teams for a while now. Starting with the Twins, we'll talk about the four game series that uh, they're going to face pretty soon because they're after this game they're gonna have to fly home and get home at about six o'clock tomorrow morning or something and then we're gonna have to play a night game so whoever yep. did this schedule really did not do the astros any favor so uh, a lot of people are asking about oda rizzi is he gonna stay in a rotation once jose or kitty is ready and uh, i was in a, i joined the apollo chat for a little bit uh, today i didn't stay too long but uh, they're asking well who are you going to, if you're going to take Odorizzi out of the rotation, who are you going to put back in? Are you going to put in from Valdez um, back in? So uh, that's the question. So I, I think that Valdez may not. Uh, you yeah. mean Jose Arquiti? Because, because Framber's pitching. On, no, no, not in the Valdez. Next game. I meant um, Christian Javier. Is who oh, I'm Christian thinking. Javier. Oh, yeah. Chris, are you going to put Christian Javier back in a rotation? Uh, so I, I think that Christian Javier is, has made a name for himself in the bullpen. I think that they like what he can do. He could give you two, maybe three innings out of bullpen. I think they're going to keep him in the bullpen, honestly. But who knows? Kitty is not even remotely close to coming back. So I think we are stuck with Odorizzi. The Dodgers signed Cole Hamels today. That could have been your option. And they signed him you- for $1 million. And four, and he gets a bonus for every start. So he gets four hundred thousand for every start. I think. Uh, no, no, they, no, they said two hundred thousand for oh, every 200, start. Two hundred thousand, okay. But still, that's a lot of money. Cole Hamels hasn't been worth a darn in a long time, and so I mean, say what you want about that signing. I don't see where the Dodgers get all this money. I don't see how they can pay all this and and just fifty-two thousand people at the game yesterday. And yeah, I know, but they just now started letting full capacity not too long ago. And I don't know. I just, here's the thing. Odorizzi is going to be in the rotation. They're paying him too much money to remove him from the rotation. Now, what we need to talk about is, will he be a part of this playoff roster? Yeah. Well, I mean, will he be a part of the starting now? He may be in the roster, but will he be as, as one of the four starters? I highly doubt it at this point. Well, sometimes I highly doubt if I'm a cook or it, I don't have the right groceries and f- for it. And I'm like, is there a way where I can have food maybe delivered where I can cook and have the, everything I need? Talk to me about Freshly. Yeah, definitely. Dinner time can be chaotic, but with Freshly, it's easy. Their chefs take care of your meals a few nights a week and take the pressure off of you, Eric. We are all trying to get in shape and eat right. Freshly can help. Their delicious meals are designed by nutri- by nutritionists and cooked by chefs, making it easier to eat better. Stressed? Tired? Just don't feel like cooking? Food that's fast doesn't have to be fast food. Freshly offers quality meat meals without the hard work of prepping, cooking, and cleaning. So here's the deal. Grocery shopping and cooking could be a pain 
Ordering is easy. Visit Freshly.com and choose over 30 delicious, satisfying, better-for-you meals like steak peppercorn, sausage baked penne, or their chicken pesto bowl. This way, you can keep your fridge stocked and you can skip a trip to the store. Now, our listeners can try Freshly for just $6.16 per meal. Stop searching on the internet for healthy food near me near you, or near me on your phone. Your meals are always delivered fresh. Right now, Freshly is offering our listeners, you watching our show, $40 off your first two orders when you go to Freshly.com forward slash locked on. Stop stressing out about dinner. That's Freshly.com forward slash locked on for 40% off your first two orders. Check it out. Tell them we sent you. Hey, guys, I have uh, breaking news for you. Alex Bregman's not going to be there when you need him. So if you don't want to break down, make sure you call rockauto.com. Tell us a little bit about that. That's right, because if you're broken down and Alex does pass you by, he'll stop and he'll help you out. Let's see, Rock Auto is there 24-7 online. They have this easily usable website. It's They've been owned for 20 years by a family who just cares about helping you save money. Why spend 30, 50, sometimes 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership? If you have a Honda Odyssey and you need a fuel pump, you're going to pay $353 from a chain store. But Rock Auto, it's going to be $216. We encourage you to discover the Rock Auto difference. That's right. I've looked at it. I know when I go to change my brakes here pretty soon, I keep talking about it. I've got to do it on my Titan. I've already priced it out. It's about 40% less than what I would spend going and having someone do it for me. So go check it out. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts that are available for your car, truck, minivan, whatever it is you drive. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So let them know that we sent you amazing selection, reliable prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. All right, so the answer to your question is, will Odorizzi be on the playoff roster? Most likely not. Uh, I, I don't see him. I, I see him being Mike Fires. Um, uh, so so do you think they'll totally leave him off? Yeah. Um, like completely off? Yeah. I, I don't see any, after what he did today and uh, Mookie Betts, and after the first uh, three pitches, he uh, told uh, – Justin Turner, he was like, it's flat. It's uh, He has nothing. He said something to Justin Turner, and the Dodgers didn't look back from there. And so uh, today, uh, let me see, uh, he had three innings, six hits, seven, or seven runs, six earned runs, two walks. Uh, one of those was a four-pitch walk. And then uh, he, then I think uh, Pollock hit that uh, monster home run uh, right after that. So and he allowed uh, the four home runs. This was unfortunately not the only time an Astro starter has allowed four home runs. Um, Zach Rinke did it recently, too. So the Astro starters have a 4.84 ERA in the past 18 games. So that's not great. Um, but how many runs are we averaging per game in the last 18 games? Yeah, but... Um, I'm just saying, hey, let's be let's be glasses half full, right? I'm joking. Odorizzi's ERA is now 4.95 uh, on the season, so that's not great. Um, on but what's a, his FIP, Eric, or his FIP X? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just love the trolls when we talk about ERA and the average, and they freak out. Um, we need we need statisticians on this show. Um, I'm I'm totally giving you a hard time. Um, but yeah, you know, here's, here's the bottom line. 
when you are Oda Rizzi and you sign for the money you signed for, although it wasn't a a ton of money, it was still quite a bit of money. Someone was like, well, you know, he's still a project. No, it's 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 August 4th, 2021. You you don't have time for projects. He's not a call up. He's Ooh, not Kelly's so, in. He's no good. He's not some he's not some like, oh, look, we found this kid and he's amazing. Let's see if we can work him into the deal. No. Projects are over with. Like you're a veteran. You don't you don't get project time. Elimus Diaz, Robo Garcia isn't a project. Robo Garcia is just a lower level baseball player. Oh, Eric, have you got the fan club website up for Robel? Uh, no, I, I've, I've actually forgot to pay my dues this month. So, uh, it no, was no, you're making no dues. You're, you made it. You don't have to pay dues if you made it. Um, all right. So, uh, his FIP, uh, this year is 4.30. Um, th wow. this is Odorizzi and mm. today's FIP is, uh, 20.50. <laughs> is what? 20.50. 20. <laughs> His ex FIP is 7.91. So, uh, wow. it shouldn't have been as bad as it was. <laughs> wow. Interesting. So, if y'all are listening to the podcast, we're here going live. It's top of the eighth, one strike. Um, Altuve's up against Joe Kelly, and he's got a second strike, swinging strike. Altuve does not look comfortable at the plate. I don't know why he's swinging at the balls he's swinging at. They're not even starting in the strike zone when he was going against Scherzer. It was like he was desperation trying to poke a hit out in the outfield. And sometimes Altuve does that. He gets outside of himself, and when he chases, it's not good for him. Because, he, I mean, this fake, he doesn't have the extension, Eric. He's 5'6". He doesn't have long arms. You know, like Cody Bellinger. Um, you know, when when he when he hit that ball off of Odorizzi, Odorizzi got him tied up on a high inside fastball. I'm like, throw the guy high inside fastballs to hold it back because he swings and misses every one of them because uh, his swing is so long. I was waiting for him to say nice swing. You know what? Um, but oh, no, he's not going to say that. Uh, but uh, going back to Odorizzi, his ex his ERA before today's game was four point thirty. His ex expected ERA is four point forty. His FIP is 4.30. His expected FIP is um, 4.50. So he is the most balanced person on the Astros roster. So after uh, today, it's 4.95. His FIP is 5.06. And his expected FIP is supposed to be 4.67. So I don't have his um, expected ERA yet. It hasn't been updated yet. But um, so... So, so here's here's a point I want to make about Jake Myers not getting in, other than maybe in that bat and maybe one or two defensive outs. You don't want to put a guy fresh off a Triple A that's got a hat bat in the in in a hostile environment like Dodger Stadium. He's going to get some playing time when they come home against the Twins. I think the Twins and the Rangers come to town, I believe, or something like that. Um, I don't I don't have the schedule memorized off the top of my head, but basically um, it's going to be a better situation for him to come back and start here. So you look, Jake Myers may get some starts here or there. And if not, he may be pinch hit mid game and stay in the half of the game. They're going to work him in. There's no yeah. rush to get him in. But Chaz McCormick, I'm really disappointed that I haven't seen Chaz McCormick out there more. I really thought they would put Chaz McCormick 
in center field and maybe give Brantley. I mean, I'm glad, I guess I'm glad they didn't give him a day off tonight, well, but with, but with Brantley's legs and stuff, I mean, why wouldn't you rest Brantley? You, you, well, you won the you first Yuli game out. in LA. You have Yuli out. And so yeah. you don't want to leave too many bats on the bench. You know, if uh, you would have sat Brantley and Yuli, uh, you know, but, Eric, I'll be calling for uh, Baker's job. No. Okay. I understand that, but you traded straw because you trust more or the, or the front office wants Chaz McCormick out there more because of his bat and you're not even using them. That makes no sense to me. It makes well, the, no that sense. Goes back That's to my the, point. The conspiracy theory about um, the reason why they traded straw was uh, that they wanted that. So yeah, I know. Yeah. So, so that's my only point. I understand having Yuli and Brantley both out at the same time on top of Bregman. That makes sense. But if McCormick was the guy you kept because he can hit, I don't know. Um, and Pedro Leon, yeah, is better. Anybody's better than Robo Garcia at this point. But Pedro Leon is hurt. Jeremy Pena yeah, is hurt. Stop, guys, yeah. stop talking about my boy. Robel <laughs> Garcia, come on. Eric. If you're if you're not going to pony up with a fan site with a <laughs> Robel Garcia fan club shirt, then I don't oh. want to hear it. Come oh, on, somebody's going. Adam Clanton's Clanton is better than Robel Garcia. Hey, we we need to get Adam on the show. By the way, yeah, that would be, be a fun one. show. So um yeah, so uh, you know what? I'll bet that would be a great show. So mm. let's talk about BetOnline.ag. So BetOnline is the they are your sportsbook experts. They have all the information on all the bets. Um, if you saw the news today, it looks like Philadelphia is closing in on a deal for the Texans to Sean Watson in a massive trade that's going to go down possibly. And if that does, you can maybe bet how many wins um, or how many games Deshaun Watson even plays in this year or how many wins the Texans are going to get. Um whether you're betting on football, baseball, basketball, UFC, Olympic sports, whatever it is, um, whether you're betting on whether Eric is going to get a Robel Garcia fan club or not, that's probably not up there, but you might be able to create props. Call betonline.ag, look them up, and when you make your first deposit, you'll get 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. So check out betonline.ag. Use the promo code locked on. They are your sportsbook experts. All right, here's Carlos Correa at bat, and I would love to be watching this at Hooters right now. So tell us a little bit about Hooters. So Hooters, because you're listening to this on Thursday, it is Texas Thursday. Every Thursday night, come see your favorite Hooters calendar girls and cut off jeans and cowgirl boots and dance to Copperhead Road, $15 buckets, $5 crafts, and more every single Thursday. But you say, where is this Hooters? There's so many of them. Well, I want you to go to the one located at 2720796 Gulf Freeway in the Florida Decor parking lot. You'll see the big Florida Decor store. Then you'll see Hooters right there. 20796 Gulf Freeway. Check them out. And this Saturday, if you don't have your tickets to the UFC fight at the Toyota Center, that's okay. Hooters has got you covered. All right. All the action you can check out there August 7th. It's in town at Hooters and Webster. Good wings, cold beer, the world-famous Hooters girls. No cover. Go check them out today. Uh, congratulations to the Dodgers fans that just interfered with the ball, um, the foul ball that could have got out of this inning. Carlos Correa hit a ball to right field, and Bellinger just kind of leaned in. He could have caught that ball. I mean, I know technically the fan is allowed to make that catch, but if you're a Dodgers fan, 
you step back and let him make that play. But so congratulations, Dodger fan. Um, you just blew that. So if Correa hits a home run and leads to a big Astros victory, you got it, dude. You got your you got your foul ball. Did you just say it leads to an Astros victory? I don't think. Hey, I'm always positive on Astros. I just think this is one of those games where you just chalk it up. You know what, boys? Let's get on the plane and go home. Let's just call it a night. I just um Odorizzi just looked terrible tonight. And in reality, you you want him to have success because the team did invest a considerable amount of, considerable right. amount of money with Framber going down. It was a big deal to get someone like Odorizzi. And it just hasn't worked out. And sometimes you sign guys and it just doesn't work out. So I know we're I know we're bagging on him. A, we could never do what he does. But the thing is, he's got to he's got to turn it around. I mean, right now he's pitching for his playoff life. I would say he's right. pitching for his playoff relevance because we we've seen the Astros do it before, where Wade Miley fell off at the end. That he had a great year he had, and he was sayonara. Mike fires too. They were like he's too crappy for the playoffs, and so they'll do it in a heartbeat. Speaking of sayonara, we have to. We, we've been doing this way too often. Uh, we have to say sayonara to another Astros pitcher. Ralph Garza was uh, claimed uh, today by the Twins, so okay. we, we'll, we may be seeing him in this next series. Uh, so, Ooh, Ralph Garza comes back for revenge. So the Astros have lost Ralph Garza Jr., Navaldo uh, Rodriguez, and Ryan Hartman. So my question is, they must really did not like Ralph Garza Jr. because uh, they could have put Tyler Ivey on the 60-man IL instead of um, claiming mean, Ju Justin Turner or Jacob Turner or Tyler. Justin whatever. Wilson. Justin, Justin Wilson. Wilson. What? On the 60-day IL. He said 60-man oh. IL. Oh, I called oh. that. I called that Homer. I called that Homer. I called that homer. Y'all heard it here on the Lockdown Astros podcast. I said I, he was getting hit a home run. Y'all heard that, right? Y'all heard that, yeah. right? <laughs> was it, it, it? And it's off of Joe Kelly, right? Yes. Because I'm not even watching. So that was a nice swing, B. Anyway. <laughs> Just say it, man. Just say it. Come no, on. no, no. Come on, Eric. Come on. Market. I have to mark inappropriate. So, <laughs> uh, so. Uh, Dusty Baker said that uh, Yuli's uh, Guriel's neck is better. And he said, you stay in so many hotels and use so many pillows. I'm surprised more guys don't end up um, kind of sore. Uh, he might be available late in game tonight, but Dusty Baker doubts it. So um, we'll see. And Dusty Baker on Astros handling the road environments. You, you have no choice. You either thrive uh, or you succumb to it. If you succumb to it, then the crowd has won. You have to support and thrive for each other. It's a sort of a survival tactic. I think the Astros did a hell of a job yesterday. Yeah. Uh, just and uh, like even um, uh, Mad Dog was giving them mad props for sticking up, and uh, it looked like the Dodgers was welting under the pressure there. Oh yeah, definitely, and that was. I mean, to me, it was one of those things you had it coming to you. There was there was no way that I think that game would have turned out any other way other than the way it did, just because of all the buildup, the people saying, oh, we just cannot wait to see the Astros and boo the Astros. Like, their sole motivation, Eric, 
for being at that game had nothing to do with the Dodgers winning, but everything to do with just simply booing. And it just is an abject failure on the part of Dodgers fans. But there's a certain group, that 294 group, they push a lot of this hate. They pushed, they were the one that came to Houston and bought that whole section. They were the ones that were starting fights at Minute Maid Park. And Paul Valadez is listening, one of our faithful listeners. He's a season ticket holder in Houston. He lives in California and he's got film footage in both stadiums of Dodgers fans instigating violent behavior. And yeah. at the end of the day, I mean, you know, they don't deserve it. And that's the problem. They feel like they deserve something. That's not theirs. It's called entitlement and they feel entitled. And that's the difference between Houston and LA. We're not entitled. We earn it period. We're better than them. All right. Also Alex Bregman, uh, the Skeeters were off today, but uh, James click said that Alex Bregman will probably need two more games at least. So he's going to travel with them to round rock and he's going to probably play two more games. Uh, So uh, I don't expect to see him until maybe uh, Saturday at the earliest. Um, so uh, I think they're playing it really, really careful with him because he's technically 0 for 13 uh, in his uh, rehab stint. I know he did get that double, but that yeah. game was kind of washed out. So that didn't really count. So, um, well, so, so I was, I was talking to someone about, about Bregman's at bats. I was like, is that something to worry about? And they said in spring training in rehab starts, he never is up there to hit. He's just trying to get his swing bat. He's trying to make contact with the ball. So him swinging him, him striking out or him lining out or flying out is not, um, reticent of what's going to happen when he gets to the club. Yeah, so, um, and Dusty Baker said that Jordan Alvarez is and has been working at first base. Yes, they would have loved to put him in there right now with Yuli out and maybe get Chaz McCormick into center field, but he was not ready to really play there yet. So, especially against a team like the Dodgers, you don't really want to make uh, make that call right now. They want him to be really comfortable out there. You remember when he first uh, started com- coming up, they said he's probably play some first and he was taking some reps out there, but he really hasn't played there since that first spring training since he uh, kind of came up. So uh, yeah, that may be something down the road, but I don't think they're going to be pushing him, but he's been looking a lot better in outfield and I'm feeling a lot more comfortable with him out there and, Uh, He looked really good when he hit that home run yesterday. So uh, Bregman, uh, yes, he did help um, people stranded on the side of the road. So props to Alex Bregman for being helping hand. I know um, a lot of people maybe wouldn't have stopped, but um, and odd news of day two, Ryan Presley was activated off the paternity list, but was not actually at the game today. So the Astros were playing shorthanded today. But they had to because of the day uh, you only get five days on the paternity list. So they had to activate him. So Brian Abreu was um, placed on the taxi squad. So he would meet the Astros and uh, back in Houston. So, OK, um, so so I'm wondering on the tech, is there like a certain kind of taxi they have to ride to the stadium in? If, no, I'm sorry. That's a bad joke. <laughs> no, I think it's like uh, like the bullpen taxi or something. I know. It's like that. Have you seen the bullpen car that they're using in the Olympics for the yeah. relief pitchers? Yeah, I forgot. We that. need one of those. We need, 
I, I want a golf cart with a glove as the seat. That's all I need in my life to make it complete. Yeah. So um, looking at the schedule for next year, um, we don't, uh, I don't want to talk a lot about it, but yeah. uh, some, some takeaways I had from it. A, yeah, go ahead. I dislike when you have opening day, then you have an off day the next day. I really think that that kind of disrupts. It makes no sense. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Right. And um, B, we're not going to play the Dodgers. I think um, I joked around with a few people today. I'm like, well, I guess the schedule makers were like, uh, after seeing what happened yesterday, let's change this real quick. And they they made some quick changes. But I know that was already uh, set. But um, we're not playing any of the NL West next year. We're going to be focused on the uh, NL East next year. Yeah. So guess so, what? Hey. hey, Braves, we're back. <laughs> Well, you know, and hopefully, you know, here's the thing. Hopefully Ronald Acuna Jr. is is playing next year because he he is an electric player. Hey, interesting trade proposal. Um, Jackson Gatlin and I are working on a trade proposal for Jake Odorizzi to the Rockets. But he said we have to take John Wall or um, Eric Gordon. (laughs) He said only if you take one of those two. So the Rockets are willing to sign Jake Odorizzi for maybe John Wall. What do y'all think? Uh, well, that'll put us over the um, the luxury tax threshold. We're we know, but but it's but it's but it's NBA money. It's like monopoly money. Like he's already paid. It's a it's a new aggregate system. It's it's kind of adopted from the European Soccer League. Uh, no, James Click will say no. <laughs> oh, dang it. Okay. Well, Jackson and I are trying to solve the Astros' problems. You know, alrighty. So the upcoming matchups for the twin series is going to be uh, from Valdez uh, versus Griffin Jacks, and then Zach Greinke versus Bailey Ober, and then it'll be uh, Luis Garcia versus Michael Pineda, and then it'll be uh, Lance McCullers Jr. versus Quinta Maeda. I know two of those names for the twins. The other two, it's like okay. Um, so, uh, Griffin Jacks is one and one on the season with a 6.41 ERA. Bailey Ober is one and four with a 4.94 ERA. Michael Pineda, we all know him, the mm-hmm. yeah, pine tar yeah. everywhere. Uh, but uh, his neck. he has um, a four and six with a 3.84 ERA. And Kinta Maeda is somebody that a lot of people were talking about trading for uh, at the trade deadline. But he stayed. He's four and four with a four point sixty five ERA. He's ha- he's not having as great a season as he did last year. The Twins are who they are. They're not a great team this year, but uh, they still have some power. But for the first time, the Astros will be playing the Twins without Nelson Cruz. Yeah, and without Byron Buxton too. Byron Buxton's not not even playing. Um, oh, he's still hurt. Okay. Yeah, uh, he's yeah he's not in the lineup. So, but you know they they still have guys like Max Kepler. They still have Miguel Sano who has power. Um, they have Josh Donaldson who, if he's hitting that day, can hit. So yeah, outside of that, George Polanco, they don't really have much. I'm really well. I'm I'm glad the Astros didn't trade for Buxton because he's not even playing right now. But Regardless, this should be a winnable series. Uh, the friendly confines of Minute Maid Park, and if we end up going to a game or something, we'll let and you know. And more you can meet comfortable up. pillows for Yuli Guriel. Yeah, no, but you know that. I mean, that's true, Eric. If you've ever gone to hotel, man, and like I like normally most, bring my own pillows. Yeah, most most hotel pillows absolutely stink. And someone's like, he he needs his own like my pillow. I'm like, whatever. 
like everybody is making pillow suggestions to Yuli. So maybe we get a pillow and have him sign it next game. No, that would be not good. Maybe. So um, Alexander is still confident that the Dodgers are going down tonight. You go. <laughs> Alexander, I love your positivity. So on that note, let's check in. Marv, let's check into the game. Uh, it is. It is Maton is on the mound. He has two runners on base with two outs. Yes. Uh, and Dusty Baker is wondering, hmm, I've, I've gone through all my new pictures today. He's like, hey, someone get me Belak. Oh, uh, Mookie Betts got it out. Wow. This is awesome. So the Astros are going to hit in the ninth inning. Versus Kinley Jansen. Hmm. Oh, we own Kinley Jansen. There might be some I've magic here. Movie. I've seen this before. I like the dude. I like it. It is Diaz, Tucker, and Robel Garcia. Your man. If he gets if he gets a home run, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll so, start so if Diaz and Tucker get on, and Robel Garcia hits a home run, they'll be within one run, and there'll be no outs. A one run game. We could extend this this podcast into like forever. It could be like a marathon. Uh, no, I say we end <laughs> this one, and if they come back, we could do a short uh, one afterwards because then we'll have a lot of people listening. But guys, I think that's all we're gonna do for this podcast. Unfortunately, it looks like the Astros, and barring a Rebel Garcia miracle, uh, they uh, they split the series with the. The Dodgers, and we'll be back tomorrow with another edition of the Lockdown Astros podcast. Betting on the Astros doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get daily picks, blowout special, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by the betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcast, and make sure you keep on subscribing and make sure you hit that like button on the Locked On Astros podcast on YouTube. And we will be back tomorrow with another edition of the Locked On Astros podcast at a normal time after the game. Go Stroves, and we will see you tomorrow.